Good morning. Uh, we have a sign-up uh, in the narthex for the Easter breakfast. So if you are interested in bringing something for that, uh, please feel free to check it out in the back. The Old Testament reading for this, the third Sunday in Lent, is from the 17th chapter of Exodus. All the congregation of the people of Israel moved on from the wilderness of sin by stages, according to the commandment of the Lord, and camped at Rephidim. But there was no water for the people to drink. Therefore the people quarreled with Moses and said, Give us water to drink. And Moses said to them, Why do you quarrel with me? Why do you test the Lord? But the people thirsted there for water. The people grumbled against Moses and said, Why did you bring us up out of Egypt to kill us and our children and our livestock with thirst? So Moses cried to the Lord, What shall I do with this people? They are almost ready to stone me. And the Lord said to Moses, Pass on before the people, taking with you some of the elders of Israel, and take in your hand the staff with which you struck the Nile, and go. Behold, I will stand before you there on the rock at Horeb, and you shall strike the rock, and water shall come out of it, and the people will drink. And Moses did so in the sight of the elders of Israel, and he called the name of the place Massa and Meribah, because of the quarreling of the people of Israel, and because they tested the Lord by saying, Is the Lord among us or not? This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the fifth chapter of Romans. Therefore, since we have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him we have also obtained access by faith into this grace in which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame, because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit, who has been given to us. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps for a good person one would dare even to die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the fourth chapter. Jesus came to a town of Samaria called Sychar, near the field that Jacob had given to his son Joseph. Jacob's well was there. So Jesus, wearied as he was from his journey, was sitting beside the well. It was about the sixth hour. There came a woman of Samaria to draw water. Jesus said to her, Give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food. The Samaritan woman said to him, How is it that you, a Jew, ask for a drink from me, a woman of Samaria? 
for Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Jesus answered her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. The woman said to him, Sir, you have nothing to draw water with, and the well is deep. Where do you get that living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob? He gave us the well and drank from it himself, as did his sons and his livestock. Jesus said to her, Everyone who drinks of this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks of the water that I will give him will never be thirsty forever. The water that I will give him will become in him a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. The woman said to him, Sir, give me this water, so that I will not be thirsty or have to come here to draw water. Jesus said to her, Go, call your husband and come here. The woman answered him, I have no husband. Jesus said to her, You are right in saying, I have no husband. For you have had five husbands. And the one you now have is not your husband. What you have said is true. The woman said to him, Sir, I perceive that you are a prophet. Our fathers worshipped on this mountain, but you say that in Jerusalem is the place where people ought to worship. Jesus said to her, Woman, believe me, the hour is coming when neither on this mountain nor in Jerusalem will you worship the Father. You worship what you do not know. We worship what we know, for salvation is from the Jews. But the hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship him. God is spirit, and those who worship him must worship in spirit and truth. The woman said to him, I know that Messiah is coming, he who is called Christ. When he comes, he will tell us all things. Jesus said to her, I who speak to you am he. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. The woman in our gospel reading was coming to the well at noon. She would lug a five-gallon water jug along with her to fill it up. She came to the well alone, and she would walk back home alone. She did this every day. Every day, she would make this walk in silence alone. And every day, she would carry her jug of water back in silence with no one else to talk with. And every day she came at noon. She came at the point of the day when the sun was its brightest, the ground was its hottest, and any breeze would be at its weakest. But why? Why come at noon? Why come alone and go home alone? Why? Well, that's easy. This woman has had five husbands. And the man she currently has right now is not her husband. 
And let's be clear, this was not the, a case in which she was married, her husband died, then she remarried, and then went through that five other times. That is not what happened. This woman was having repeated affairs with married men. She was having affair after affair, and she kept doing it over and over again. As a Samaritan, she knew God's word. She knew the Bible. She knew she was not supposed to be having an affair, much less having six of them. But that's what she did. She took another woman's husband. When she was done with him, she moved on to another woman's husband. And she did this over and over, again and again. And this is why she walks to the well every day alone. The other women didn't want to be around her. And she walks in the heat of the sun at high noon. Maybe she feels this is a tiny way to punish herself. It's interesting what we do in our lives. So often we can easily do the same sin over and over, again and again. We know God's word, so we usually know the sins we are doing are wrong, but we just keep doing them. We'll do it even though we know it's wrong. And then we'll do it again and again, just like this woman. Sometimes sinning can just become a habit. We just keep doing it. Sometimes we sin because we like it. Sometimes we keep sinning because, frankly, we don't know what else there could be to fill that void in our lives. Let's face it, sinning just comes naturally to us. We don't have to be taught it. We just do it. You could put a newborn on a deserted island and I can assure you they would grow up sinning quite naturally with no one needing to teach them to sin. We just do it. We're pros at it. And so often sinning makes us feel alone. We will often walk our days thinking no one else is going through what we're going through. That no one else is thinking what we're thinking. That no one else is feeling what we're feeling. We walk through life feeling just like that Samaritan woman. That we are alone. That no one else suffers the things we do. But that just couldn't be further from the truth. There is nothing new under the sun. And trust me, none of us are too different from one another. And just like that woman who walked to the well at noon in the heat of the day, we may all feel like God should punish us a little bit for what we've done and keep doing. We may feel like spiritual losers sometimes. So go ahead and give us some hot sun, God. Take away any cool breezes, God. Because we just keep sinning over and over again and again. That woman went to the well at noon, alone, heat of the sun. She was always alone, every day, every time. 
But she did not find herself alone when she came to the well today. I think when the woman saw Jesus sitting at that well, she was probably annoyed that someone was there. She probably just wanted to be left alone in her misery. But there Jesus is, sitting at the well. And then Jesus asked for some water, but Jesus didn't really need any water from this woman. Jesus wasn't there to take a drink. He was there to give a drink. So he told that woman all about her past, the five husbands she had who did not belong to her, and the man she is currently with. Now, she knew Jesus was not from that town, and there was no social media those days. So this woman knew right away Jesus was no ordinary man. And that's when Jesus did something he rarely did in the scriptures. He flat out said to the woman, I'm the Christ. He basically told her, I am God in the flesh, and I am here standing in front of you. What's amazing about that is that Jesus didn't even talk that directly to his own disciples. But he talked that way to this woman. Jesus did not even reveal to the Jews in Jerusalem that he was God in the flesh. Not in this way, but he did to the Samaritan. Jesus would not tell the righteous religious leaders that he had a living water to give. But he told it to a sinful woman. Who kept sinning over and over, again and again. That is something very special Jesus did. Jesus revealed he was the Christ to a sinner. A repeat sinner. Someone who kept sinning over and over, again and again. And that is something he does for us. Also, for us who sin again and again, over and over, Jesus reminds us who he is, why he came into the world. And Jesus reminds you, he has something very precious to give you. Lent is supposed to be the season of the year when we do just a little bit of soul searching. And realize the depths of our sin. After all, in just a few more weeks, we'll see what it took for sin to be forgiven when Jesus died on the cross for us. So how is your bit of soul searching going so far? Okay. Maybe not as much as we could or should. Probably. But that's okay, it's not too late. Because the very nature of Jesus is to come to people who sin over and over, again and again. It's the very nature of Jesus to reveal himself to us as the Christ. To us who keep sinning again and again. It is just who Jesus is to come to people who sin over and over and to show us we don't have to keep drinking from that well of our sinful flesh. Not again and again. No, Jesus is here to have us drink deeply from his cross 
over and over, again and again, every single day. What's so amazing about Jesus is that Jesus Christ never gets tired of forgiving our sins. He really doesn't. We may get frustrated at our sinning that we keep doing it, and we should. But Christ does not get weary with you, not you. He wants to keep forgiving you. Jesus never wants you to think your sins are so great that God has turned his back on you and he's left you alone. That could never be. How could it? Jesus Christ is here. He is here today at our altar. He comes to us and he comes here to be with you, to walk with you in your life. Our sins have not separated us from God. In fact, he is here today for you, to show you, to prove to you that your sins have not separated you from God. He proves it by coming at our altar. He is coming here for you to remind you that this altar that we have is a well. The wellspring of our salvation, as Jesus says to all of us, take and drink. This is my blood shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. Jesus Christ really is coming here today. To give you living water, his sacrifice, which will continue to spring up within all of us until that day comes when we finally get to enjoy everlasting life with him and with all the saints who have gone before us. I know that our sins will always try to isolate us. Our sins will try And separate us from other people by having us think that no one else feels what we feel or goes through what we go through. Our sins will try to make us feel like we're alone. But thanks to Christ, that's just not true. When you come up to this altar today, do you come up alone? Do you come up to this well by yourself? Absolutely not. You commune with people who are just like you, just like you, are forgiven of all of our sins by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. We are all here at this well today for the same reason, to be near Christ, to be forgiven by Christ, and to be comforted by Christ. Over and over, again and again. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
Ah.